Our panel is ready. Let's bring in Daniel Rubino, executive editor, Windows Central, and Caleb Silver, editor-in-chief at Investopedia. Glad to have you both on. Wanted to talk all about what's been going on in the world of semiconductors. Daniel, let's start with you. Your thoughts, because I'm hearing the shortages continue. Um, I'm not sure when the end is in sight. Your thoughts on some of the names. Yeah, unfortunately, this is not ending soon. You know, Intel's predicting this will go through 2023. Other chip manufacturers are saying at least 2022, at least the first half of that. And we're going to continue to see this issue affecting all segments of the market, whether it's PCs and computers, it's going to be cars, IoT, servers. It affects everything. And unfortunately, it's not going to get better. You know, Intel wants to build new foundries. But you also have South Korea, Samsung. They're going to do a big initiative there as well. And then you have China and Taiwan. Everybody's sinking in billions of dollars to you know, meet capacity. But we're still talking two to three years before that catches up. And unfortunately for the U.S., South Korea and China are definitely outspending us when it comes to this, which is going to cause, I think, problems down the road. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. And uh, Caleb, as I, I was looking yesterday, I saw a downgrade for Micron, some concerns about demand for DRAM and how um, less demand will mean less uh, strength for pricing. Um, on the other hand, they seemed a little more optimistic on NVIDIA because of gaming. So that would help revenue. As you look at the different companies and the chip shortage, what are you finding or seeing or trends that are coming to your attention? Good to be with you. And to Daniel's point, a lot of these uh, chip makers want to build new foundries. That's a two, three year, very capital intensive process. Is the demand going to be there in two to three years? Probably, but it takes that long to ramp. But if you do, you ask when the end is near, just let's take the auto industry, Nicole, for just a second here. 26 and a half week delays for microchips, for semiconductors to get to these auto manufacturers, costing the auto industry $100 billion so far, at least. Just this week, just this week, we heard Ford Mustang on the Mach-E, that's going to be delayed. We had Nissan closing its Tennessee plant for a couple of weeks because of the chip shortage. We had Volvo halting its production in Tours Landa. So everywhere you look around the world, automakers are being impacted. This That's got a bleed on effect into the industry. Auto, auto uh, car prices are high. Sales are good. But they have these long delays, which is going to affect them in the long run in the next six months. But if you look at where the, the strength is right now, semiconductors, and I'm borrowing this from somebody else, are the new transports. They're crushing transport stocks over the last three months because of this demand, this surge in demand. We know it's going to be with us for quite a while. Right, absolutely. I mean, it's the wave of the future. And, uh, you know, Daniel, you used the phrase IoT, Internet of Things. I mean, it's basically everything that we're going to be doing going forward. Daniel Rubino, when we look at, I mean, gaming, I know that's a big part of your look. And so I know we're going to talk a little more about that. You know, Caleb, as we, I think it's great that you brought up the autos. You know, Tesla even has noted that. But you talk about the lost monies, right? When $100 billion as you mentioned, and a Tennessee plant recently closed for a Nissan. The big picture on technology has been, when we bring it out, right, and look at just tech overall, we've seen some unevenness for the NASDAQ, for example. Absolutely. And that really depends on where the chip shortages are. So in gaming, very high profit margins. Uh, you got the NVIDIA's of the world and others who are supplying uh, chips for gaming. They've been among the most popular stocks in the last few years. Uh, we had the crypto craze, obviously, with NVIDIA, but now the gaming thing plus crypto. Good outlook for that. 
uh, chip maker going forward as far as the eye can see. But then you look at the others, Applied Materials and others that are in that space, trying to wedge into that space. Stocks have been doing pretty well. Again, the semis have been leading a lot of this rally, which has really been a transport rally. But if you look at the transports compared to the semis over the last three months, huge difference, 17% uh, for the SOX, SOXX, the ETF, right. over the last three months. And then you have um, you know, the Dow Jones transports down about 2%. So it just shows you where the momentum is and where investors think the demand is going forward, where that demand is going forward with these high profit margins, even with the shortages, chip makers are crushing it right now. Yeah, Caleb, those stats really do tell the story. As we just were talking about gaming a little bit, um, Daniel Rubino, I know you've always focused on gaming, and, and, and NVIDIA obviously always comes to mind. I know AMD has been grabbing some market share from Intel. When you look at the, the game makers, my, and you know Microsoft for the Xbox and PlayStation and all of that, um, chips are needed, right? So can you expand it a little bit for us, for who, for those who don't know as much about gaming? I mean, this is your wheelhouse. Sure. Yeah. I mean, NVIDIA is definitely doing well here. You have AMD. The chip shortage is actually getting a little bit better for GPUs compared to CPUs. We've been seeing the market stabilize a little bit there and prices with NVIDIA for new cards have been slowly coming down as inventory has been going up. So, you know, NVIDIA definitely took a better stance this time with cryptocurrency and trying to balance uh, what happened a few years ago. And, and that's starting to pay off. Of course, AMD is also coming in hot as well. They supply a lot of the chips for Xbox. So we're seeing strong, strong demand for new consoles, both from Sony and Microsoft. That will continue easily through next year because the demand is so high for that. And then you have cloud computing and demand for chips and servers is also going through up, uh, going up. I should also point out that a company like Lenovo just came out with their revenue this week. And they said PC demand, they expect to continue through 2025 because of how everything has changed. This is going much further in terms of demand than anyone anticipated being just a brief blip due to the pandemic. So you combine that with gaming, uh, you know, NVIDIA, AMD, all these stocks are going to continue to do well. The demand is just so high for this stuff. The problem is yeah. the supply. It'll catch up. But these are good stocks right now to own. Yeah. And, you know, Caleb, I know at Investopedia, you can see what people are searching, right? And you can compile that data and really give a feel on that anxiety index, which we follow so closely. At this point, um, we've seen trends of what people are doing. To Daniel's point, they've been getting PCs, work from home, work from anywhere. Now we have back to school. Um, it just does seem like this is going to continue as people are changing how they live or how they work. Absolutely. Uh, to Daniel's point, the lead times or that forecasting that's going out to 2025, 26, you would have never heard that from the semiconductor industry or even the P industry, PC industry a few years ago. That's just amazing that they have that much of a, of a forecast into the future. That shows you how strong the demand is going to be. And this is these are the proponents that power all of these, uh, these devices that we use today. So a laptop in, for every kid in every school, we're going to need more chips for that. New cycle upgrades for the iPhone, for the Samsung Galaxies, we're going to need new chips for that. You're looking at Google talking about making their own 
chips right now because they want to source their own material. That just tells you where this industry is going and how hot it is. But if you look at where a lot of the strength also is, and I bring it back to the autos, a lot of the chip makers uh, are, are, that are doing really well are supplying the auto industry. They're looking at a Renaissance, a NXP, an Infineon, an On Semiconductor, an ST Microelectronics. These are not the big chip maker names that everybody's familiar with in the US on the Intel and the AMD front. These are these smaller chip makers around the world, a lot of them in Europe, that are crushing the stock market right now, up some 70, 80, and 90%. And then you have the holidays, where people are going to want a lot of things, from gaming to new Apple products and more. Thank you both. Daniel Rubino, Windows Central. Caleb Silver, Investopedia. Thank you both. Great conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you.